0: And welcome to the Bread, Wine, and Everything Fine podcast, where I'll be talking about all things food, the finer things, and things that are fine just the way they are. I'm your host, Sanja Toth, a bread and wine-loving photographer, wife, and mother who loves gathering people in my home to eat good food and have a good conversation. I learned so much from the people I get to talk to, and I'm very excited to start sharing some of those conversations here on this podcast. On today's episode, I am sitting down with Mitchell again, which we didn't think was going to happen quite so soon. But given that our son's first birthday is coming up next week, which is so wild, we've been doing a lot of reflecting on the last year. One of the biggest things that we have learned is that some things are fine just the way they are. And that is a big piece also of the heart of this podcast. And so we have a conversation about how that has played into our last year in our personal life when it comes to our relationship, body image, how it plays into our business and our home life and our friendships. And we hope that regardless of whether you are a parent or not, that some of what we have to say will resonate and that you can know with confidence that there are things in your life that are also fine just the way they are. Well, hello, Mitchell, and welcome back Thanks. to the podcast that we record in your house. <laughs> yes, it's
1: good to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
0: You're so welcome. So today we have a few things that we wanted to talk about. And I think a lot of um, a lot of these thoughts have been sparked by the fact that our son is turning one in uh, like two weeks. Wild. Which is crazy. Yeah. And I'm trying not to be... Emotional, but I feel a bit fragile these days, and I hear that's—I hear that's a thing that happens when I don't know at birthdays. Yeah. But I—I I never believed it. <laughs> I always thought people were just—I don't know. Well,
1: you're a very emotional person in general. <laughs> I'm not.
0: <laughs> that's the problem. That's the thing is that I'm—I—I I feel like becoming a mom made me compassionate. It's new to you.
1: It is new to me, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so yeah, I think having kind of coming up on this one year, it's, it's been a time of reflection, I think, for both of us, Mm -hmm. um, in all areas of our life. And so we were talking about how in this past year, we've had things that are fine, just the way they are. And that is part of, in addition to food and wine and, um, like cooking and, those kinds of experiences, I think a, a piece of this podcast and the heart behind it is that things, some things are, are wonderful being the finer things. We mm-hmm. appreciate those things. Yeah.
1: From time to time. From time to
0: time. <laughs> um, but I think this year especially has just been a year of going, this just has to be fine the way it is. Yeah,
1: And that and, extends into a lot of areas of our life.
0: Yeah. Beyond the kitchen as well. So I think, yeah, we just, I wanted to talk to you about these things mm-hmm. because, we're in it together. And this year has been a big year for us. And so um, there are a couple of things. I think it, this whole idea of things being just fine the way they are plays into um, our, our personal life for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, It plays into our home life, business, um, social life, and not just mutually exclusive. I think they, they overlap into each other. There's a lot of overlap. Yeah. Um, but I think it'd be really cool if we could kind of talk a little bit about all of those four things Mm -hmm. and maybe there will end up being more, I don't know. Um, but just a little bit about our, our year Mm -hmm. and how things really just have had to be just fine. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So... 14 year old lewis as you're listening to this we still love you despite the way that you changed our life this past year <laughs> yeah we do we 100 what are do. the chances he will listen to this episode? probably zero i'm gonna give it about a 0.5 chance yeah
0: <laughs> but i think i think we've got to this place too where he is so fun and mm-hmm. we are figuring things out more and i i I know full well that it, he's gonna throw us all kinds of curveballs, and that yeah. as soon as we fi- feel like we figured something out, so I shouldn't say that we figured it out because yeah. probably it will change. We
1: figured it out for now, today. Today, today we have as of today, out. yes. <laughs> and it will be curveballs until he moves out. Yeah, and after. <laughs> and after.
0: Um. Okay. So, which one would you like to start with? What do you think makes the most sense? Uh. Yeah.
1: We could probably just start with personal. Okay. Sure.
0: We're doing it. All okay. right. So, okay. When it comes to things that have changed personally, I think that goes into our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from at least my perspective as a woman and the the woman who birthed Lewis mm-hmm. and carried him, I think a big piece of this year has been learning that, we're, yeah, let's just get into it. My body is fine. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) The way it is. And that is so much easier said than done. It's great. Thank you. Thank you. I, (laughs) but, but you have witnessed this as I've kind of worked through and, and been like really at war with this new, it's not new, it's just changed, Mm -hmm. a changed body.
1: And Um, we're always our own biggest critic and i think in this area it's more true than ever for yeah. you
0: but i i think also one thing before having a baby i had time and before getting pregnant i had so much time in my day to pursue fitness and i loved it so much and i like i could some days be at the gym for 2 to 3 hours mm-hmm. and it wasn't so much an obsession with weight loss Um, I think there have been times where that's been the case, but I loved feeling the progress and experiencing progress and in CrossFit and weightlifting. And I thrive on those little pieces of progress.
1: Mm. It was very much just a joy for you. Yeah. Very much a hobby that brought you joy.
0: Yeah. Like people ask us what our hobbies are. Yeah. And that is like my hobby or used to be my hobby.
1: Mine happens to be very stagnant sitting around a table (laughs) with my friends playing games and yours is just moving your body. (laughs) Very different hobbies.
0: And so I think in pregnancy, I I felt like not moving was justified because, well I did move and I did exercise, Mm -hmm. but it was like my body is doing something incredible. So even though I'm not working out say two hours a day or even one hour a day, I, I was still proud Mm-hmm. And I still felt like my body was strong and amazing. Yeah.
1: Well, even I mean, you exercised for a long time. I did into your pregnancy. I
0: did, but I don't think that my in a lot of ways my security previously had been wrapped up in in my strength, and then in pregnancy, I my security was like wrapped up in like how incredible it was that my body was doing this thing right. and like growing a, a, a human. Yeah, and then I we had Lewis and it was all of a sudden, it was like, I don't have, I've lost my strength with my even finding out I had some prolapse, which was kind of, it was new to me Mm -hmm. and and realizing I couldn't get back into it as quickly as I wanted.
1: That rocked your world.
0: It did. It Mm -hmm. was. And if any of you listeners don't know what that is, um, maybe don't Google it. (laughs) <laughs> not in images at least
1: have safe search on have safe search
0: um but prolapse is essentially when your pelvic floor um weakens and there, your pelvic organs slip and they shift and that can have a lot of an a huge impact on your ability to kind of continue life as normal for some mm-hmm. women it is incredibly it's serious it's yeah, very serious it's debilitating. and debilitating yes and you can't even carry your child the way that you would expect that you would be able to maybe walking as hard for me. Um, it wasn't, it didn't, I, I was still able to continue life fairly much as normal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of fitness, I had to go back incredibly slowly yeah. and gradually. And knowing what my body was capable of previously that, yeah, that rocked my world. Mm-hmm. And so then to know and watch as other people who had babies after me resumed fitness much quicker, I really, and I still feel like I'm behind. And it's totally a, a lie I tell myself because I'm not. Because mm-hmm. who is ahead and who is behind? How, how can you even measure that? But I, I definitely had felt like that. So even just to kind of learn over this time that, that it's it's fine. It's really okay mm-hmm. to go at the pace that I needed to to heal.
1: You know your body better than anyone.
0: Yeah, and and I am I am now like a year later, grateful in a funny way for that diagnosis because it forced me to slow down. Mm-hmm. And so where I think I watch women feel so much pressure to get back to what their body looked like or, or, and I get it. I get that feeling of normalcy Mm -hmm. when you're working out because it's a, it was something that you loved. And, and for a lot of women, I think it is healthy Mm -hmm. Um, for
1: you in your lifestyle. That was a lot of ebb and flow. It was your consistency before getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like it was the one thing that you knew, okay, I don't know what the rest of my week looks like, but this is what I can control. Yes, I was absolutely could. My fitness, my time in the mm-hmm. gym.
0: And so I'm grateful for this diagnosis because it it forced me to slow down and I think my body healed really well. Like mm-hmm. it was really cool going to see my pelvic floor physio and, and seeing that the prolapse has improved and my diastasis recti has like healed and I my pelvic floor strength is the same if not more than before I got pregnant, which yeah. is so cool. Mm-hmm. But it has been a process of realizing that it's it's been okay to be slow. Feeling that softness is fine. My body is changed. I have, you know, softness around my stomach that may never go away, and I have started calling it the place, the home where Lewis lived, (laughs) (laughs) because yeah, it's fine. It's really, it's really fine. And just even getting to that place of neutrality about it is a challenge. Um, But I think that's impacted us too because you carry that I think you watch me navigate feeling discouraged yeah in that time
1: for sure it it changes things it changes the air in the household when I don't know just something's off I think
0: Mm -hmm. when I'm feeling it which is when you're feeling it interestingly happens like every 28 days
1: (laughs) (laughs) I should be used to it by now I know
0: (laughs) Yeah, we should give you notifications of when it's coming, or do you have that set up still? No, I don't. But guys, Mitchell used to have n- notifications or like a date or an appointment in his calendar, just giving him a heads up that uh, I might be cranky for a couple of days.
1: Nah, it's okay. <laughs> I roll with the punches.
0: But okay, then personally, so that's body. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of coming to terms with that, which is an an ongoing process. But then also relationally.
1: Yeah. Uh well we have our anniversary photos taken every year and uh every year we come up with a word that kind of summarizes that past year what it kind of meant to us and this year we chose um we chose focus and for us that meant yeah just having lewis made us have to focus on certain things and focus on other things less that we used to hold on to a little bit tighter than mm-hmm. we do now And one of those things has been our marriage has required a focus that we didn't have to give it before necessarily. Mm -hmm. It came a little bit more naturally. We could get out of the house every once in a while.
0: We had time.
1: Didn't have to find a babysitter. (laughs) We could just be like, hey, want to go get ice cream. Yep, let's go get ice cream. And we've almost done that a couple of times since we had Lewis and realized he was sleeping in our house. So We
0: shouldn't leave.
1: We probably shouldn't leave the house. <laughs> our marriage has been something that we've had to focus on more intentionally mm-hmm. this year and just and and that's meant that these other areas of our lives that we used to enjoy, we've had to just be like, no, those are things that are fine. The way that they are for now, like Mm -hmm. we've had to let go of them a little bit.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think this expectation, like we used to go out, and you know, a new restaurant would open, and we would go check it out, or yeah, we we would definitely like go out for casual coffees or brunches after sleeping in, and and we just we had that time of quiet, and now we crawl into bed, and it's like we need to get to sleep as soon as possible because. Mornings come early, yeah. and and so definitely we ha- we've had to know that w- our marriage isn't failing because it isn't doesn't look exactly like it did mm-hmm. before. Yeah, um, and not that not that I've ever thought that I just yeah it's we've just had to recognize that it is fine, um, but also focus on it in different ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah, and definitely be more intentional and look ahead and plan.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's been a big, I mean, that's kind of the rippling out that you were talking about earlier is Mm -hmm. because we've had to focus more on our life with Lewis and our marriage and stuff like that, that ripples out into other things like our work, our friendships, our personal life, some of our hobbies, like we've had to like really cut back on those. Like World of Warcraft. (laughs) What I shouldn't say is that I subscribed again yesterday. I know you did. Because the Halloween season resumed (laughs) (laughs) and it's my favorite time of year in Azeroth.
0: Yeah. So even in terms of our marriage, having to focus on another person Mm -hmm. and be essentially entirely selfless. Like I never learned, like people always say in marriage, you have to be so selfless, but then in addition to that, you also add another person to be selfless too. And mm-hmm. so is selfless too. I don't know if that's even the right expression, but you are in this constant state of caring for another human mm-hmm. or two other humans or more, if you have more children. Um, and so friendships for sure become something that are hard to invest in the same way that you, that we did before. Yeah. And we love our friends mm-hmm. and even going back even to being in Enneagram too, I love to meet the needs of other people. I love to be needed and it's it's a challenge for me to go, I can't meet the needs of those people mm-hmm. because i'm I'm meeting needs for our family yep. and myself, and I can't love and give the time to and attention to uh, without without it being like draining us of something else. Yeah. And I think we've grieved that.
1: Yeah. It's not that we're, we've said goodbye to friendships. We've just had to pause them pause them, and like pull back a little bit.
0: And I think some people have pulled away from us too, just because we're in different stages of life or they've almost paused and we've paused and Mm -hmm. it's like, we'll resume. And it's not that there was any bad blood or, you know, burnt bridges. It's just, this is where we are. And I think there's this understanding that this is necessary for us to sustain a healthy relationship with ourselves and, and a healthy home for our son. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is exciting when we do get to see friends and we appreciate so much. Um, they're just friends showed up this year too. Mm -hmm. and And I, we, it really is true that it takes a village and it sounds cliche, but, we even coming up on a year are like, who do we want to celebrate with? Like who have been the people who have really been unconditional and have been so gracious in our seasons of like, for me, I was, I had such bad anxiety and it's, I'm so excited to feel like I'm kind of on the other side of that, Mm. but it was like paralyzing for so long and just being, you know, hormonal changes, but also just this, this postpartum, season, that played into our marriage. Yeah. (laughs) That played into my ability to get work done, get things done. Um kind of have the capacity to even be attentive to other people. And so yeah, I'm I'm so grateful for the people who stuck around (laughs) and Mm -hmm. just and cared for us when we when I normally would not like that. I would much rather be helping somebody else and caring for somebody else. But and I'm it was humbling.
1: Yeah. And I've been a very strong introvert for all my life but I think this last year has made me realize how much I need social interaction like I think we need our friends more than ever before and not like we need the things they do for us yeah but we just need that interaction and friendship is just Mm life-giving
0: it really is it truly is
1: and it's it's harder to host people I mean this goes back to the theme of this episode it's harder to host people in a way that's like oh we're gonna like do this big thing this evening it looks a lot more like oh you guys showed up and we're still doing the dishes Mm -hmm. and that's fine because that's not what matters no is if the house is spotless you
0: are so right and i it's it's been hard for us because we we enjoy having a clean house welcoming Mm -hmm. people into and you know this lovely tidy space, and that just is—it's not impossible. But for us to sustain balance in other areas, mm-hmm. it feels impossible. Yeah. And so, yeah, people come over, and there are toys everywhere. It's like an almost one-year-old has like a little tornado has just gone through our house, and it, and he has.
1: Yeah. Like he has That's exactly opened, what has happened. <laughs> he
0: has pulled up every cushion and opened every drawer and pulled everything out and probably poured water from the water cooler onto the floor. And, and people don't care. And I think I always heard that. And I was like, yeah, but they do. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so. I think there are environments and spaces where people just They're excited to be welcomed into a space. They're excited to share food. They're excited to see you. And it is not conditional on whether you have place cards at your plates Mm -hmm. at a Friendsgiving dinner or that everything is spotless.
1: Yeah. I mean, I did vacuum the other night (laughs) when we had friends come over and that was a big deal. (laughs) I wanted to treat them well, so I vacuumed. Yes.
0: (laughs) We spoiled them. But no, I I do agree. And even Friendsgiving this year, we had stovetop stuffing mm-hmm. because, you know what, stuffing is one of the best parts of the meal, and you don't and last year I tried to do it fancy. Not fancy. I just mm-hmm. tried to not do stovetop.
1: You did the real thing. And
0: it wasn't yeah. great.
1: It and was still great. Of course it's great. It's stuffing.
0: Yeah, but it <laughs> it there wasn't enough.
1: Yeah, that's true. And it yeah. was a
0: lot of work to get it to that place and I was like We're having people over and we've got other things we did Um, roast beef in the crock pot. So I guess Mm -hmm. it's not roast beef. Technically, it's just beef, a beef roast. (laughs) I don't know. Um, We did it in the crock pot. It was delicious. Yeah. Use the juices from the roast to make gravy. I'd made mashed potatoes while Lewis was napping, cut broccoli while he was napping, which then I mixed with a cheese sauce and left on broil and forgot about so it was a little little crispy crispy.
1: still great (laughs)
0: but then other people brought stuff so you know someone brought lemon squares that they'd made for their actual thanksgiving someone picked up a pie from the grocery store um someone contributed a sweet potato casserole and
1: and made by marcus oh and made by marcus ice cream made an appearance yes and not marcus himself no he is
0: welcome (laughs) though um and then someone brought wine Mm -hmm. and it was just like it, nothing was perfect and
1: but it was all perfect it
0: was not what my two years ago self would have been I would have been disappointed in myself because it it wouldn't have lived up to this like you know I would have wanted to take a photo and mm-hmm. post it on Instagram and have it be perfect and and it it was perfect yeah because it wasn't mm-hmm. yeah so I think it plays into yeah absolutely this whole idea of things being fine just the way they are definitely plays into has played into um, like body image and our marriage and friends and our home life and then also business. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it's been tough to, uh, social media is such a gift and I, I appreciate it because it connects me, especially as a mom who has felt isolated and lonely in this time, which I think you had to experience Mm -hmm. kind of for the first time. I did. Yeah, that's true. A couple of weeks ago.
1: Yeah. You went out to our future sister-in-law's bridal shower. Yes. And uh, so I had the weekend with Lewis, and I got very, very sick the day before you left. Yes. On Friday, you left for the airport and I had a nap while Lewis was napping and I woke up and it was very lonely. It was a, yeah, a very lonely weekend. Even though I had people coming over almost every day, it was still, I don't know. Yeah, I can totally understand more the feeling of isolation Mm -hmm. and gonna get sappy but obviously like it made me appreciate what you do at home on a day-to-day basis a lot more than Mm -hmm. I did before Mm -hmm. yeah but I think social media has been a really really good tool for you yeah it makes me feel less alone It, it,
0: it connects me to moms who also feel that way and also I mean getting together for a play date oh my gosh it's like it's like, oh, my kid naps at this time and eats this way. And, but then maybe, you know, mine is napping at this time and won't nap in the car seat or, and so trying to figure it out in a way it like you really have, it's almost more stressful sometimes than just staying at home. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost not worth it in some cases, in some cases. And I think because I also have work, that I do. Mm -hmm. Um, I am home so much. So social media um has been great for yeah, making me realize that there are other people in the same position. I can still like communicate with other people outside my house, um, see what's going on. On the flip side though, um especially as a business owner, it can make you feel very behind. In other areas too, like even with fitness, I think that's that's also why mm. kind of looping back to what we were talking about before, it's very easy to see how other people are recovering and so you feel behind. But in the same right. way with, the, so watching other businesses, it's like people are grinding and people mm-hmm. are killing it and yeah. finding success and gaining followers. And we, our business account has lost followers in the last two years. We have not gained, like gone up. mm mm-hmm. Once and I post the, those numbers do not equal inquiries for us. Yeah. That being said, it's discouraging when you see that happening and you see other people like thriving and creating. And I get that there's an algorithm and I get that I need to be posting more consistently, but that just hasn't been our top priority. Mm-hmm. And so just recognizing that we're not blogging as much, we're not sharing as much work, we're not posting on social media all the time. We used to do like Instagram lives and like, I was on there all the time.
1: (laughs) You were a hashtag boss babe for a while. Oh,
0: I know. I just bought (laughs) myself a mug that says boss lady just to like hope to like reignite that. (laughs) But I think that's something we've had to come to terms with. Yeah. That we can't. And to the people who might be listening, who are entrepreneurs or business owners or, you know, working moms, There is nothing against that grind that just hasn't been something that we've felt like we could do and also maintain other areas of our life that are really important Mm -hmm. for us. So I'm not saying like, shame on you for working hard. That's not it at all. No, because we used to be there. (laughs) We used to be there. And we also do work really hard. It's just, we, we, it's not
1: in the same capacity. It's not in the same capacity at
0: all. It's also more efficient. Yes. Because... We know we have such little time. Yeah. Um. I wish I could. Yeah. Tell my past self that I can accomplish way more in way little time mm-hmm. than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Which is encouraging to know. Um. It's just fine that that's been the way that our business has had to be run this year, mm-hmm. and I hope to continue growing it. And it's really exciting to see that you know our season next year is booked, and our Instagram following went down. Yeah. So it it's cool to see that there's not necessarily a correlation correlation yeah correlation i said coalition that's a coalition (laughs) (laughs) correlation but i think we're so hard on ourselves and you can see everyone else and so you there's this expectation that literally no one else has of us Mm -hmm. but we feel it
1: yeah for sure from ourselves yeah
0: and so to to recognize that it's it's okay it's fine and I think I need to focus more on the things that we, not achievements in terms of like, look at us, we're so great, but just even personally to be like, I edited 10 weddings this summer with a baby. Yeah. Cool. I know people who do so many more. Yeah. But for me, that was. That's a lot. That was great. And I'm, I'm proud of that. And I'm, I, I think I need to work on that too, of just being like, I, I am a mom and a I run a business from home. Mm-hmm. And not to say that women who stay at home and don't have jobs are less amazing. I think that whatever place that we're in, whether a mom or not, I think that it's so important to recognize that it doesn't have to be success in what other people think is success. I think success is found in accomplishing things that you want to accomplish or taking time to breathe and not feeling like you're in a constant state of go, go, go. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's something to be really proud of. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I think that kind of sums up a little bit about all of those little parts, but I, yeah, even for you, I I mean, I've talked a lot about being a mom because that's where I'm at this year, but I wish I had learned some of these things. I wish it hadn't taken till becoming becoming a
1: mom. mom. Yeah. To have some of these realizations.
0: Yeah. That even like my body was just fine when yeah. I didn't have abs. Yeah. <laughs> and that You're it was speaking all- to your
1: former self right now. I know. In this podcast. <laughs> I know. And
0: that it is also okay to have abs, but that's yeah. like not the, the point. Yeah. I don't know. And that I don't have to have the biggest social media following or the cleanest house.
1: By no means do you have to have all of your stuff together is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And I think that sometimes I watch people on Instagram specifically and I'm like, how are they doing it? They're super fit and they're planning these beautiful parties and cooking delicious food and also are just casually experiencing the world and traveling, but mm-hmm. also running a business, but
1: and at all the local events and Yeah, yeah.
0: it's it's hard to watch and be like I used to do that or Mm -hmm. I wish I could do that. Yeah. But even, sorry, backing up, even as, so I've talked about being a mom and this is kind of like the female perspective, but for you, what would you say are like the things that you've had that are just kind of just fine for you? Because we have ours shared together and I've I've kind of talked about mine personally.
1: I'd say fitness has never been as important for me in any regard as it has (laughs) been for you, but... That's had to be something that's very much just fine this year. Like, uh, I don't really like the gym. I love playing sports, and that's always kind of been my fitness. And I used to, yeah, kind of even just get down on myself, say, last summer, if I didn't get my, like, three runs or four runs in the week or whatever. And this year, just realizing I'm working, yeah, four days a week at a job and then coming home and editing in the evening— and I've almost just given myself permission to let go of some th- some things that aren't really bringing me life so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fitness has been one of those things where I know it's important and I know I can't be in the mindset that I've let let go of it forever, but it's just something I cannot even consider in my brain right now. No, and it's... I <laughs> and don't... maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's not a good thing. There's probably a lot of people who are listening that I sound a little bit crazy, but for me personally... I've been in such a healthier mindset that I don't have to feel guilty for not doing these things.
0: Right, exactly. I think guilt is huge, that feeling of not living up to whatever it is, expectation. Mm -hmm. And again, I think it comes from us. Like, I think it comes from this, an expectation we put on ourselves. Absolutely. Not that anybody else has. Yeah. Like, no one's, no one is checking in on me being like, um... Or on you being like um did you run this week like literally yeah. no one cares yeah. except you
1: <laughs> and I've, I've tried to be mindful in other areas of my life to kind of make up for that lack of exercise like I've tried to eat a little bit more carefully and all that kind of stuff and
0: I think we go on lots of walks with yeah Lewis and, and it's I'm not like you're sedentary. kind of
1: active at my job a little bit mm-hmm. I mean it's a lot of sitting in a chair as well but
0: but I think there's that but I think also You've kept in touch with your friends, but you've had to <laughs> confession here to our listeners. So, Mitchell plays a tabletop strategy game called mm. Realm of Strife.
1: Realm of Strife. Yep.
0: Realm of Strife. And it's kind of, I don't know, is it like Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. Kind yep. of ish. I don't play enough to be able to compare it, but I committed when we, on our first anniversary, yep. I gifted Mitchell the. Um, experience of me playing one campaign. One, <laughs> Best gift ever. One campaign. What I did not know <laughs> is that one campaign has multiple chapters.
1: Mm-hmm. And so... Each chapter being multiple... Play encounters. sessions. Encounters. Play or sessions, in- yeah. Encounters,
0: okay. I actually enjoyed it. I was a wild elf assassin. Mm-hmm. And anyways, that...
1: I've never been as in love with you <laughs> as A, you giving birth to Luz, and B you backstabbing people from behind as a wild elf assassin (laughs)
0: yes i was hoping you would throw lewis in there i was like you're gonna sound like a terrible person (laughs) but when we had lewis i had to tap out Mm -hmm. and that's just the reality and you you haven't been able to go to all of the evenings that you Mm -hmm. would like to go to that doesn't mean that you're saying, like, never again. Um, and people are very understanding, but, it again, it has just been going, how can we live in a way where we don't hold ourselves to these expectations, where we don't feel these expectation, exterior expectations mm-hmm. – where can we find rest? Where we where can we experience joy? And where can we... Yeah, where can we not feel like pulled in so many directions mm-hmm. and be able to love our son, love each other, love our friends, create space in our home to welcome people in a way that doesn't have to reach this high standard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what we've been trying to do. And yep. it's been so hard, but so helpful to do. And I'm really grateful for this year for that reason. Mm-hmm. And I hope that as it gets maybe, um, a little bit more manageable. And now I feel like we're in it. I feel like we're through the fog and the fog for me felt like a really long time. And so it's, it's, and I know for some it's longer and some it's shorter, but for me, I I feel like at about eight months, I kind of came out of this Mm -hmm. feeling like my life was over (laughs) a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that we remember what we've learned from this year Mm Mm-hmm. Because
1: it's valuable. Yeah, I think this year has taught us to hold on to what's important to us as individuals, or as a couple, or Mm -hmm. as a family. I think, yeah, all three. Yeah, and then let go of some of the other things. Maybe not forever, but at least for now. I think that's been a very healthy thing for us to do.
0: Yeah, saying no is hard. It's so hard for me. It's Mm -hmm. been, it's like, but it's been so important. I feel way more confident now. In my nose, because I think it has enabled me to even not necessarily fill that no with a yes, mm-hmm. but just fill that whatever I, I could have agreed to, it's given me space to even think sometimes yeah. <laughs> like to be like oh my gosh I have a moment of quiet to process emotions and thoughts that I just put in my brain because I'm focused on a child or work or life um or to sleep or to do these things mm-hmm. which has been restorative yeah. this year mm-hmm. um and so
1: yeah I'd say it's just important to find what gives you life uh, as an individual mm-hmm. or what brings life to your relationships what relationships bring you life and hold tight to those things that do that for you like find a hobby that is really important for you to continue with and be unapologetic about about your time spent doing that thing but that also means you have to cut out a lot of other things from your life probably Mm -hmm. and or uh,
0: rearrange
1: yeah Exactly. That's probably a better way to put it. And I mean, friendships are the same way. Like we've held really tight to some friendships in this time that uh, had been really life giving. And that's just the reality right now. So, Mm -hmm. yeah,
0: I like that. I like that a lot. There's so much to say about this. And so I'm yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up because we could go on forever. But I think at the end of the day, I am really grateful to be in this spot I'm grateful for the things that we've learned. It's been so hard. It's been so, so hard. And as we come up on like a year of being parents, I celebrate that because it's actually the hardest thing I've ever done. But yeah, I'm excited to take these things that we've learned and implement them. And I'm excited to now kind of be doing some more rearranging Mm -hmm. and go, okay, what does next year look like? What do the next two years look like? What can
1: I start introducing back into my life? Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think that that is equally as important now as we did in terms of like kind of putting pause on, on some things, even with this podcast, I'm excited to, I'm excited to invest more time into it. I'm excited to not have to put off editing or or editing audio because I'm editing images for, Mm -hmm clients and meeting deadlines. Um, I'm excited for being able to invest a little bit more time in fitness because I know for my mental health, it is so important. Mm -hmm. And I think that we've already seen shifts as I've started to pick it up again. Um, and even for you to like, not because I have that expectation of you, but because I know that you do feel good after you go for a run. Mm -hmm. And so to get to a place where you're like that is not compromising something else
1: good thing we're heading into winter (laughs) i know you're like yes (laughs) six months off yeah
0: (laughs) all right well that was awesome and um that wraps it up thanks mitchell thanks
1: it was great to be back yeah i know already (laughs) it was
0: so fun we just thought it made sense with this year coming up and all the things that we've been learning together which have kind of led to this podcast Mm -hmm. so yeah thank you So there you have it, another conversation with my husband on our couch. And I did just want to say too that in addition to the ways that we've talked about things being fine just the way they are applying to our life, um, this could also extend beyond that into the complexity of what you're cooking, what is in your wardrobe and really anything else you can think of. It isn't limited to just what we talked about. So this week, I would challenge you to find some things in your life that either you could be working towards refining or improving because I think having those things to work towards is incredibly healthy. And at the same time, I would suggest also finding things that maybe are causing you guilt or stress and that are actually fine just the way they are. And if you haven't already, click that subscribe button and you will never miss an episode.